When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Friday, December 29th, and we are here answering your financial questions. I know it's the end of the year. I know it's just a few days to go. It's all right. We are still answering questions. And because I know time is short, you want to just get into the content. As a reminder, if you want to join us on the air, jillonmoney.com, that is your magic website. Click the contact us button, either write us your note. And uh, if you can keep it short, if you want to come on the air, Mark does everything else. Right now, let's talk to Mo, who's on the line from Seattle. Hi, Mo. Hi, Jill. What's going on? Well, not much. I'm ready to retire. I need you to give me the thumbs up. Are you 76? I'll let you retire at 76. Well, we'll see. So I turned 55 this year, and I always thought that I would retire at 55, but the stock market hasn't been great. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why 55? Do you have a pension or something? Uh, At that time, I did, and I have a small pension then, yes. But I think things have changed. I actually want to continue to work part-time. Oh, okay. That's that's okay. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. That makes me feel a lot better. So I thought you'd like that. <laughs> okay. So how much do you earn right now? So about two hundred thousand. Oh, all right. Do you put money away into retirement? And if so, how much have you accumulated? Okay. Yes, I do. So ever, ever since I was twenty-two, I've been told to max out uh, and send send everything to retirement. So at least twelve percent of my pay since I was 22 always goes to retirement. So I've met, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, is it pre-tax right now or like all pre-tax money? No, um, I didn't start doing the Roth IRAs till recently. Mm -hmm. Well, give me the first, give me the pre-tax amount that you've saved. Probably a hundred thousand. Oh, wait, sorry. Okay. That's post-tax. Aha. So Roth is a hundred thousand and pre-tax is. And pre-tax is everything else up to 1.5 mil. Oh my God. So you have 1.4 million in pre-tax money? Yeah. In retirement? Yeah. I've been working a lot, Jill. Oh, stop. How much money do you have in like uh, safe money, brokerage savings, anything that's not retirement? Yeah. So non-retirement in stocks, I have about 300K and that's, you know, individual stocks as well as, you know, your index 500, S&P 500. And then savings as in like 4.3% savings is probably about 120K. I think of that as my emergency fund. So that's my non-retirement. But that's great. What about um, your home? How much is it worth? Oh, okay. So I have one home 
here and it's about 1.2 mil worth. Oh my God. And I think I only owe less than 150 and I'm at 2% mortgage. So I'm holding on to that. That's like free money, right, Jill? Yes, ma'am. You have a second property? I do. So with the pandemic, everybody started moving away from, you know, our hometown over here. And so I just bought a property in another state. I'll just say that. Okay. It's worth about 500K, but I think I owe like 250. Is anyone living in that now? I mean, are are you renting it? It's my vacation home until I actually do this part-time retirement thing. Mm -hmm. So if you look at these two houses and living your life, how much does it cost you to live? What is your current expense level? My current, so what I have written down is I'll probably need an income of about 7500 a month. That includes the two mortgages and any other expenses that. That's not that very need. much considering how that you have these two homes. Are, are we sure about that or is that ambitious? I don't go anywhere, Jill. I just go between the two homes. That's my okay. vacation. Okay. That seems good. That's cool. So, and it's just you, you don't have a, just me. Um, okay. And what about the period of time? Let's say you say, oh, I'm done 2023. I'm done. How long would you work part time and how much could you earn doing that? Yeah. So I'm thinking I work part time. I can, until I can tap into my retirement funds, which is what? 65. That's not, I mean, you can, you can get to it at 59 and a half. Yeah. But do you really think, I mean, is that going to be, could you do it for five years? Could you do it for 10 years? Like, how are we going to get you health insurance? What's happening with that? Yeah, that's right. So one of the reasons I want to still keep working part-time is to hold on to my medical insurance. So that would be 10 years, 55 to 65. Okay. What do you think you could earn? And again, enough to get health insurance and enough to maybe just like, keep you engaged, but not too much. Yeah. So part of my current salary, maybe a hundred K. So really go 50% of my 50 to 60% of what I'm making right now. Yeah. So let's say a hundred K. Okay. And then would you think you could do this at your current employer? Would this mean a totally different job? Oh, here's the thing. I thought I was going to retire because I thought I was going to start hating it. I love my job. Mm. I love it even more now. I don't know why. Hmm. Went the other way. Yeah. I'm consulting, so I get to see all sorts of different clients all the time. So, Oh, so you really can make this work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even if it's with this employer or another employer, I mean, everybody okay. needs consultants, right, Jill? I guess. Um, it depends what you're consulting about. But you do get, but you get health insurance through the companies where you consult, or do you go through a third party to get you the consulting gig? And that's where you get your health I insurance. I go through a company. Yeah. Okay. So I made what they call Great. a W-2 employee, employee. Great. Perfect. Okay. So let's think about this. Yes, you'd give up your 200 grand, but if you were just working from 55 to 65, we could essentially stop making any retirement contributions. Maybe. Do you get a match at all? Yeah. Yeah. It's very small. I mean, you might just put in up to the match and then you just live on the hundred grand a year. Could you do that? I mean, because obviously it's not a hundred, it's a hundred after tax would be less. I think that what it would look like is you would be able to clear about, let's call it $5,500 a month from a hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay. So all we would need to do is from your investment account and your savings account, something between the two, we'd need 
two grand a month. Seems reasonable, right? You could do that. The only thing that might be a little bit unnerving to you is that you'll have to spend the money that's in those non-qualified account, the 300 that's in the individual stocks and mutual funds. You'd have to spend it down and you'd have to be okay with that. Yeah, that's a weird shift in thinking, isn't it? Yes, that's why I'm pointing it out to you. Now, it is also possible that you say, well, I don't know if I feel comfortable doing that. Maybe I really want to have make enough money so that it's only $1,000 a month out of that account. I mean, because you have the ability to kind of choose your outcome, most people don't have this, which is great opportunities as a consultant, that you might be able to just net, net neutral. But you'd have to know that you're spending some of your money. And that would mean at the beginning of every year, you would have to know that there's two grand a month freed up, not invested in that account, in that stock and individual account. Then you would just, you could just pull it out. I would probably make it so that it was funneling into your savings account as almost like pay, like you're paying yourself then you let everything just continue to percolate. And then by the time you get to be 65, the next thing that has to happen is when you stop working, what I would suggest is from 65 to 70, assuming taxes are in the same place. We don't know. That's a pretty big assumption. I get that. But let's just pretend tax law hasn't changed. Between 65 and 70, what we would have you do is pull money out of your pre-tax retirement account. And that would be all the money that you need to live on. That would be your $7,500 a month. I would have you do it right there. And then at age 70, you claim your social security, your golden goodbye, you're done. I mean, you don't have to work after 65, but I think that's the game plan. Okay, cool. So now, work part-time up to 65. Yep. Use the, use the pre-tax retirement account from 65 to 70 at age 70 claim your social security benefit, and then you just supplement that with all this other stuff that you have, the pre-tax account, the Roth account. And if any of this like freaks you out too much, then, then kind of uh, scale it down. Maybe it's age 55, I'm making 200. Maybe you say, you know what, for the next year, let me see what it looks like to make uh, deuce a little bit less. Maybe make 150. See how that feels. I, I think just because you're a conditioned saver, it could be hard for you. Yeah, that's the shift. Yep. And even the, you know, I've got an advisor who's like, you got to start putting stuff in, uh, protect some stuff and take it out of stocks. That is such a weird shift for me. Yeah, it's a, it, I mean, you have to because you know you need it, right? So when you know you need your money, that's when you know you have to make a change in the portfolio. So I think you can do this, Modi. The obstacle is more of an emotion, as you said, the emotional shift than it is anything else. It's going to be hard to go from 200 to zero. It might even be too hard for you to go from 200 to 100. So why don't you see, how often do you get, like, how does this work? Do you go on lengthy contracts? Is it time or by project? How does it work? Yeah, time and by project. So, you know, I can have a client that wants me for three months I can have a client that wants me for a year and a half, just depends on the project. 
And do you do one at a time or more than one? I'll do one at a time. And then I also have to do other work, but yeah. One maybe at a you time. give up, maybe you do one at a time and you start with that and just say, I'm not going to do anything beyond the one at a time. I think you're going to have to experiment a little bit. It's going to be fun. You got, you got a nice time horizon to figure it out. I tried it. I did a, a six week sabbatical and I found out Jill that I was mm. spending more money than I ever have ever. Well, but also when it's the first six weeks, people say that all the time. <laughs> it was scary. I went back. Yeah. I was like, I can't do All this. Right. Well, we, we're learning so much. <laughs> I mean, if especially if you like working, I would keep doing it, just not as much. All I right. Think the other th- option I have too is remember I've got two homes. At what point? At one point, I won't be able to take care of both of them. So there exactly, is- you can always sell a house. Do you would you do you think you you would stay in one versus the other? Is one a better house to sort of age in? The, yes, the, the vacation one or the big correct one? The, the newer vacation. home. Yeah, oh, good. All right. Well, you got a million bucks. Have fun. Go, go crazy. Awesome. So you're not afraid for me. Okay. I'm nah. emotionally freaking I out. I thought I was going to, I read your email and I'm like, wow, why is she going to retire so early? But the facts are much better than the email indicated. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So cool. you're, in good, you're in good shape. You really are. Oh, thank you. If you need anything else, do let us know if we can help you. Okay. Perfect. Thanks, Jill. Now, I know you're heading into a long holiday weekend, so please, please, please be careful and don't think too much about your money. Do have fun. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy everything that's going on. But if something does kind of start to percolate and bug you a little bit, feel free to send us a note. Just go to jillonmoney.com and click the Contact Us button. We'd love to hear from you. It's Friday, and now we got to do some business. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer and king of all things web. We are distributed by Odyssey. In fact, you can subscribe to Jill on Money on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. Please lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. 
but most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. 